stress. Good God! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing! Unless you're being chased by a lion, in which case stress is absolutely necessary. Let's talk stress. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Happy podcast day today, guys. Thanks for inviting me into those lovely ears of yours. Uh, God, how do you keep them so clean? Remarkable. Today, I want to shout out the new forum members. Uh, we got Ray, we got Mark Z, Modified Reality, Sam, you did ya? I know I'm saying that wrong. I think it's you did ya. I'm guessing. You got to correct me if I'm wrong. And, and Guilov, Guilove. <laughs> Usernames are really hard to pronounce, you guys, so I'm making, my, I'm making my best go of it. Shout out to all you guys in the forum. It's growing, and it's so nice to be in the company of other people getting our shit together. It's lovely. All right, we need to talk about stress. Is that because I've been stressed out? Yes, that's exactly why. I'm trying to work through some stuff. You guys are helping me, and in turn, I'm going to help you right back. It's called reciprocity. Reciprocity. I'm fucking stressed out lately. A lot of it is time-related. Uh, a lot of the stress comes from my time management, and I'll get into the specifics of it later, but I'm stretched pretty thin. There's elements of the stress that are really unnecessary, though, and they're fucking me up, and that's what ADHD gets credit for. My inability to properly regulate my emotions, it creates some craptastical stress, and then also my fears of forgetting things, that's just adding to it. Man, there's just plenty of things that ADHD does to create additional points of stress. There's the, you know, the stress of being late again, stress of letting everyone down again, the stress of needing to get our shit together, stress of losing another job or, or feeling like we have to quit another job because fuck this, man. The stress of seeing a laundry pile on the bed and life feels chaotic and all the shit that we need to do that we know how to do, but that we're not doing. The stress because somebody said something off to us. And now we got to deal with that emotional dysregulation because the reaction stresses us out. Or how are we going to, we're going to have to deal with that person later. That stresses us out. You know, there's a couple of things that cause us a bit of extra stress. And stress leads to illness. Or as the book that I could not read stated in one of the parts that I did listen to, that stress creates conditions that make us more prone to illness. It was something like that. How about this? Stress ain't helping. I'll recommend the book because some of you might actually really be into it. Um, I really, <laughs> I really tried, you guys. There's this book called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And it's so science-driven and it's depressing. And the author even says that this is going to depress you. The author was not wrong. So accurate. But if you are science hungry, oh my God, the terms and the words and the systems, it's total science porn. You'll love it. But in the simplest way possible, what I got out of it, the stuff that I, that I did listen to, was that stress is, it's like your body equating a problem in your life to being chased by a lion. Your body chemically reacts in a similar, you know, fight or flight way. And when your body goes into that fight or flight response, it puts all its resources into the shit you need to evade the lion. You know, the energy to the limbs, increased cardiovascular stuff. But we, in real life, we're just sitting on a couch and our body is like, survive, I got you ready to survive. 
So there's all this crazy energy. And part of getting us ready was shutting down other systems, the systems that we would normally use, like for digesting food, our immune system stuff. You don't need that when you're running in holy terror from a beast. You know, the cold, the stuffy nose, that healing can wait. So the immune system can just go relax. We know we don't have the resources for that right now. So the logic here is that if our body lowers the resources to the immune system often and for long enough, we'd be prone to illness. Makes sense. And this isn't the science show. So if you're interested in the, you know, the glucoconus coconuts and the, the, the neurotropicanas, it's all over that book. I personally couldn't do it, bummed me out, and the last chapter was on stress management, which is really what I was looking for, uh, and there's some helpful hints, but it's it's all the same stuff. It's just more science about it, which that was a bummer for me. It might actually be exciting to you, so it's this is kind of a, it's kind of a half-ass book recommendation. Why zebras don't get ulcers. I always feel like I'm looking for this magical thing. You know, this easy to adopt magical cure. You know, don't you wish there was just like some random thing that you could discover that it was like, oh, instant stress relief. All you have to do, you stand on your head and then you drink lemonade mixed with ketchup. And uh, holy shit, the stress goes away instantly. It's bizarre, but it works. I want something like that. But I, it eludes me. The closest thing that I found is whiskey. And that's not, that's not a healthy option. That's more of an escape, really. That's more like I'm not running from the lion. I'm just going to numb the pain as it eats me alive. You know, I'm just going to sit here and allow it. And then things are going to be a lot worse tomorrow when I wake up and I'm just a bloody cadaver. And I also can't drink right now because I'm in the forum. I'm part of the Team Molly Pop Sobriety Superstars, where it's a group of us that are all staying sober. So I, so I can't, you know, I'm not just the owner of the forum, guys. I'm also a client. No drink skipoos for me. But what if there was something like some magical elixir of distressitude? If you actually have something that you swear by that works for you, that's not like, hey, man, I know this secret to getting rid of stress, man. You just got to have this. Nothing like that. I think if you have this magical thing that you do, please, I think you're obligated to, to email me. And reach out and tell me what it is. Please, I'm begging you. So because this is timely, I'm just going to tell you what I'm feeling anxious about and stressed about. And then I'll tell you how I experience it on my end and then what I've been doing. The best I can tell is that I'm stretched too thin. So I basically, I have a 40-hour work week in a quote-unquote job job, right? Stability, that's my rock right now as I'm working to build a way to be of service to you guys in a larger capacity. While that's going on, I also have this podcast. I have one-on-one clients that I'm working with right now, and I'm getting my bachelor's degree in psychology because I'm fucking crazy. And now it's too late for me to back out because my kids are watching. So now it's one of those, hey, look what you, it's never too late. Look what you can achieve if you put your mind to it. I'm like, oh my, what have I done? And I'm a single dad to these two teenage boys. And the stress I have about them, it's more around time that I wish I had more time to spend with them. So my current stress is basically on managing my time, maximizing my time. And so I'll see people go to big events, traveling, talking about their stories. And then I tend to spiral on that stuff because I'm like, I want to do that stuff. I want to take my kids there. I want to do that thing. And so there's this lovely, lovely dance of depression right there. And then what we put on top of that are all these additional ADHD type bullshit stresses that chip away. When I'm 
in my stress, when I'm experiencing it fully, I can't think. I can't do any kind of brain work. I can't make positively phrased questions. It's like I'm being in the jungle and I'm running from this lion. When you're in that state, nobody's trying to reframe perspective when they're running from a lion. My big challenge is that when I'm maximum stressed, I'm in a mode where I feel like I feel like I have to think my way out of it. I feel like I have to wrap my head around some stuff. I have to get some perspective. But it's impossible for me to workshop connect dots when I'm really stressed and anxious. Like, what is the, who does the lion represent in your life? If things were going perfectly, you know, and there was no lion, I'm just trying to fucking survive right now. I don't know. I'm trying not to get eaten. Yeah, but what does the lion mean? It just doesn't work for me. And so I feel it in my chest physically mostly, and then also in my left arm, which always, always makes me think that I'm moments away from a heart attack or a stroke, and that never helps. So now let me sidestep here for a minute, because I want to talk about a beautiful aspect of the universe here. Things tend to happen for me in perfectly timed, timely ways. And one of my current classes right now is that I'm in is managerial psychology. And, you know, don't, don't even get me started. Okay. On corporate America and how the command and control leadership style is just really fucking stupid. And we need to, you know, we need to start working towards a, a more transformational coaching type of leadership. All right. Don't even get me started there. Anyways, one of the sections is on stress management. How perfect is that? I got to really sink into some stress management stuff. And so I'm going to share this really cool article with you guys, and I'm going to go over the four A's of stress management, and then we can talk about it ADHD Big Brother style. But for me, initially, I feel like I have to get control of my physical body before I can do any kind of assessing or problem solving, any kind of thought work. I can't do anything when I'm in it, when I'm stressed or when I'm anxious. And and the tricky thing here is that This advice, this is shitty advice if you're giving it to somebody else because the advice is you need to calm down first. (laughs) I just try saying that to someone who's stressed out and anxious. I mean, good luck. That is, it makes it worse. You just got, hey man, you just got to relax, man. Hey man, just pull yourself together, dude. That's never going to fucking work. My experience with this is when you're dealing with somebody else who's anxious and stressed is that you kind of, you got to put on those empathy boots. You got to get out into that shit bog with them and start kicking that shit around and be like, oh yeah, this is definitely, this is some shit in here. But okay, if you know this about yourself, then you can, you can give the advice to yourself. That might help. Calming the body for me is really, that is my first attack on stress and I've tracked it. So when I'm feeling really, really stressed out, like anxious, losing my mind, I throw on my earbuds and I start walking like, see you later. No plan. I'm just out the door and I'm walking. Bye-bye. And what I found is that right around the 30 to 40 minute mark, that's when my body starts to collect itself. It calms down enough for me to get some per- some perspective. To me, this is like in the lion metaphor. It would be that uh, at around 30 to 40 minutes, I finally find a tree that I can climb. And I can, I'm now comfortably just out of reach of the lion. So he's still hungry. He's pissed. I can see him down there. He's waiting for me. He's, he wants to eat me, but I can finally breathe. The problems in life, right? The lion in this case, he's still there. He's still visible. He's still a threat, but I'm safe in the moment. And that's what 30 to 40 minutes of walking does for me. Now I can explore what the lion means, what the lion is. How did I get into this predicament in the first place? What can I do to move forward to maybe live a more lion-free lifestyle? Getting my physical body checked first, 
going for a walk, that's it. I also meditate daily, which that's more preventative. When I'm super stressed, it's really tough for me uh, meditating. And I would try guided meditations where someone, you know, walks me through some stuff. I'll try some deep breathing for a couple minutes. But just for me, I have to do a walk. I have to do something physical, something that doesn't require thinking and something that, you know, it gets that energy out. And even meditating requires thinking, right? It's because, you know, I'm focusing on my breath and I have to use my mind. And with deep breathing, I have to control how I'm breathing and that requires an effort. So for some reason, for me, it's walking. It can be mindless. I just walk. I can shut everything else out. I can let my mind go off leash. I can let go of control, not attach to anything. And I can let some of this energy out. And that's how walking to me is easy. And then once I'm safely up the tree, like I said, that's when I work on uh, the stress management, right? The four A's of stress management. All right, now this is a blog post. Here we go. What are the four A's of, of stress management? The first one is avoid. Uh, and that revolves around unnecessary stress. You got a jerkwad coworker. Can you avoid them? If the news stresses you out, can you take a break from it? Looking for ways to avoid stresses that are unnecessary. That's one way to go. The second A is alter. If you can't avoid it, can you change anything around it? Can you express your feelings instead of holding them in? Can you schedule time to relax so that you can feel more balanced in your life? You know, if the room is chaotic and it's causing you stress, can you put in a 10-minute timed work session to maybe make a dent on cleaning it? So that maybe leans you more towards a relaxing environment than a stressful one. Be open to ways that you might alter your situation or your environment. Third one is adapt. Maybe you can't alter anything. You can't change the stressor. Perhaps you can change yourself or your perspective. Take a hard, long look in the mirror. What's, what do you see there? They give the example in the article of uh, traffic, you know, finding a new perspective. Maybe instead of, oh my God, I'm stuck in traffic. Oh, this is the worst. Maybe it's an opportunity to listen to more of an audiobook while you're stuck parked on the freeway. Uh, perfectionism, that might be a stressor. So perhaps looking at ways that you can maybe adjust your standards. Perhaps there's more of a, a gratitude approach that you can take towards things. Adapting your response could be another helpful tool in managing your stress. And finally, there is acceptance. Sometimes things in life are unavoidable. They're unalterable. They're things that outside of our control can happen. Uh, loved ones will die. Political upheaval will happen. Tornadoes will strike. Uh, aliens will come and they'll abduct you. It happens. It's just science. Sometimes we need to shrug our shoulders and say, fuck it. Sometimes a classic case of shoulder shruggy fuckets is in order. Or if cursing is not your jam, you do a shoulder shruggy, oh, wellsy belsies. They both work. When I'm up in that tree with reprieve from the lion, that's when I feel uh, that I can explore these particular stress management options. What I'm currently doing that is helping is I'm doing the standard stuff. I'm, I'm getting some exercise in, meditate every single day, and I try deep breathing. There have been a few days over the past few weeks that have been super fucking stressful uh, where I physically feel it. I mentally feel like I'm losing my mind. And those were walk days. Anytime I feel like I'm on the, the precipice, like of a panic attack or where you, it's that feeling where you, all your energy is going into keeping it together, man. You know, like I, you're just, you're on the edge of, of breaking points. And that's the red alert to go for a walk for me. I talk about this enough in past episodes, but with ADHD, this is, it's so bittersweet. It's 
the frustrating dilemma where routine and structure, they actually help. And they are a wonderful pain in the ass to implement. It's doable, little itty bitty tiny bits at a time. It allows us to regain a bit of control in our daily chaos. But my experience is that it really does have to be done incrementally. Zero to complete structure is uh, no bueno. It's not effective. It is not going to work. These extra things that we do like meditation or uh, some kind of a daily exercise regimen or daily gratitude prayer, if that's your thing. These are the preventatives. I would say that the metaphor is, if we're using the lion metaphor, this is like planting a bunch of trees in the savanna, special human climbing trees. And the more we do these things, the more routine that we make them, the more hopefully these trees will grow. So when the lions of life are chasing at us, man, we've got, there's a tree right over there. I can shimmy up. We can get to the trees quicker to get the overhead view and do stress management quicker so that we're not spending prolonged time in this highly stressed, anxious, holy shit, I'm going to get eaten by a lion. The lions of life, they're always going to be there. But hopefully if we put in this preventative work and we have a couple of tools under our tool belt for uh, immediate stress relief, then we can manage the lions of life a lot quicker. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? I hope that's helpful for you guys. My challenge to you this week is to reach out to me via the contact page, ADHDBigBrother.com, and tell me what you do to productively manage your stress. Minus the whiskey, minus the masturbation, minus the drugs, minus the, the street fighting. I know they all have their pros, okay? But what productive things have you found that work for you? Please share that. I'm interested. And as I mentioned, I try everything. It's like eating my vegetables. I'll try anything a couple of times. And yes, that's gotten me into trouble a couple of times. But you know what? Those are some great life lessons. And with that, I am now going to do a classic ADHD Big Brother work session. I'm going to set my timer for 45 minutes. Specific task is to work on my individual project for managerial psychology class. Um, my easy point of entry is going to be to log into my student portal, read the assignment. That's me. What are you going to do? I hope it includes having a fantastic week. I'll talk to you later.